Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host, Dana, or the DHKs I've known, and we watched three things this week. We started off with Chapter 6 of Ahsoka. Major spoiler alert for that, major spoilers for some of the Thrawn books, just general Star Wars spoiler. We then also watched A Haunting in Venice, a major spoiler alert for that one as well, as well as Death on the Nile, which is the other Agatha Christie book that was adapted by Kenneth Branagh. And then finally, we watched the first two episodes of The Supermodels, which is a new docuseries on Apple TV+. You don't need a spoiler alert for that one. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? All right. They did it. They said the thing. How are you feeling? You know, I I knew from that opening scene that this was going to be it for me. I was like, you know what? They're giving us this like cute little heartfelt moment with Ahsoka and Huyang in the mouth of a pergo. You I know, cannot I was remember like, his name anytime for the life of me. He is literally always... <laughs> it, it's kind of strange, yeah. Dr. <laughs> Hubon. <laughs> yeah, because well, droids are usually like, they're numbers and letters, you know, like kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> and this is, he's just not. But um, well, maybe he is. I don't actually know. And they just, you know, whatever. But I just knew, I was like, you know what? We are not going to see them again in this episode. Like I just knew, I just oh, felt the way they set it up. interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I was like, perfect, because I <laughs> it ended up being kind of predictable in structure after that. But I just sure, was like, yeah. I don't care. Like I like you knew, obviously we're spoiling everything, but you knew Ezra was going to be at the end. And now we're like, oh, great. Now we get to see him next week and like all these things. But like, yeah, it just I don't know. This this episode was like was it for me. I, I completely evaporated, like floated out of my body and just wasn't there for a while and then I came back and then I, I watched it three times like you guessed it yeah, yeah. <laughs> right I, I texted you three hours after it had aired <laughs> yeah my sister was gonna start a little Jamie's gonna start a little bit later and I was just yeah. like tell me when you're gonna start and she happened to text me right as I finished viewing number two and I was like I'm gonna watch this with you spirit viewing we're gonna just nice. yeah <laughs> I was like why the hell not you know yeah. Um, but yeah what else you are you gonna do <laughs> exactly so I I had less I have less stakes in it than I think you do and I, I loved, I did the, you know, the Leonardo DiCaprio point when they said a long time ago in a galaxy of fire. Yeah. I was like, they did it. They said the thing. It's effectively saying the title without saying the title because nobody's ever gone Star Wars in Star yeah, Wars. War and I, was just like, I was like, oh, yay. I knew they were building to it. And so I, a little bit of it was like, okay, get to the point, get to the point. I, having only read Thrawn books and not having mm-hmm. watched him, was not overjoyed i'm glad we finally got him because i didn't want it to keep dragging out i think lars nicholson is a good actor but first i i need two hours to talk about his wig i need a full day to talk about those pants i (laughs) this is terrible i don't want to say these words because i don't want like the algorithm to pick them up he looked like elon musk to me like a version of a like there was just something about and you know i both uh, yeah (laughs) no yeah kind of like elon musk in cosplay Yeah, yeah yeah a little bit so yeah, he just looked kind of silly in real life to me, which is kind of a bummer because he's such a fleshed out character in the books of the few I've read. Yeah, and I, you know, I just, from those. Yeah. yeah, I just imagine him, and obviously, like he's been trapped in this, you know, place for a long time, and and we all gain a little weight when we, you know, trapped like that. We all went through the pandemic, yeah. but I just, I, I guess for me, having only imagination, ironically, like expectations of it. It didn't quite fit the visuals of what I was expecting, but what did you, how did you well, resonate with that? And also those like stunning covers of those books you're talking about. Like, where the, yeah, it, it's so cool. He looks like so the illustrations cool. are dope. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're really cool. And yeah. if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, but Thrawn one, two, three, <laughs> those yeah. books of the canon, he does that art is amazing. 
I, the ascendancy art's cool too, but you don't really ascendancy, but you don't see him on those covers really. Right. It's just silhouettes. But yeah, you know, I the, I did say that like right away too, where I saw I thought that when we saw him in the image, yeah, like, or in the trailer real quick and stuff, where I was like, ooh, like I'm very mixed. Where we'll get wigs, wigs and stuff <laughs> aside, I'm yeah. very mixed on his. And this is not a commentary on his attractiveness at all. I'm mixed on his face as the character because it's no, just the I, face I, we've, we've ever known. Yeah. yeah. And so it just, he doesn't look the way I imagine the character would look face structure. And a lot of that, again, is based on illustrations, things like that. Sure. Also a little bit based on, I don't love his design in Rebels either, but it's a little more in line with the, it's just like a very animated yeah, it's, on, it's almost a like smoothed-out version of the, the Yeah, you go to Clone yeah. Wars and you look at, like, Mace Windu and he's very square-faced. Like, they, they, they do weird things with the edges and stuff. And so and, and Rebels sure. is even a little different. So I've always accepted it. It's not my favorite thing ever. I'm mixed because I agree with you. I did not love the look, but it was exactly what, what I kind of expected based on the trailer. Yeah. So it softened a little bit. But he's so good at the role in Rebels that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want anyone else to be the part. So I'm just very mixed. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah I, no, no, I can understand I that. Them, like, but yeah. yeah. But I totally agree with you. And that wig, I, I was like, oof. I even said to Jamie, my sister on text, I was like, ever since doing this podcast with Dana, it's like all I can do when I watch <laughs> Star Wars and Marvel wigs. things, especially wigs. is wigs. It's all wigs. Sorry, we've ruined it. It's like until you pointed out, I have a really good friend who's a big stickler for accents. And, and yeah. she would point things out that I'd never noticed. And ever since then, I, I look at accents and I look at wigs now. And, and probably with Jackie, I'm going to look at makeup. It's just yep, like, yep, yep. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> Y'all ruining a lot of things for me. But uh, yeah, I, I, but I, so I totally agree with you. But looking past that, I thought so far, like his involvement in it, the way he played the character, I was like, oh, thank, thank the heavens above he's uh, thank the force yeah he's the character you know and i was like okay good but yeah visually it could have been improved for sure yeah now visually what i did love was the uh spooky ghost ladies <laughs> uh, i don't remember the, the witches i was gonna yeah. say were the, so those the are the witches of, okay those are the night sisters yes yes, yes. Yeah. the witches so, of yeah it's really fun because the the there were three of them that were clearly equal but the one who did most of the talking with a lot of the face kind of uh-huh. makeup she looked a lot like Mother Talzin, who's a character in Clone Wars, when you, you see her again in Rebels in spirit form, mm-hmm. who was like the queen of the Night Sisters on Dothmere. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were clearly, like, just so paying homage to, like, the look of her in that show. And I just love that they kept that. And it just, like, oh, I thought it translated so beautifully. I loved it. Yeah, so at least there's that. We'll give credit where and and I did recognize the name. I, and it's funny because I should recognize it from just having watched the show. But I was just like la la la. Oh, Dathomir, that's a name I know because of you. Yeah. So I may have destroyed wigs for you, but you at least have helped me, you know, educate on. This is not an equal thing, Dana. <laughs> no, it's not. It really isn't. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Yeah, I mean, I liked the statues. It was very Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Thank you, because I was gonna say. World. <laughs> The vibe of the entire episode, particularly, I mean, I was out of my body at the time the first time it happened, but when you know when Sabine's looking and there's that shadow and you see that, like, the Chimera, his ship is coming. Yes, yeah. And it just, that approach, and then the music, the sound, and when it it perches over that tower, and then even with, like, the way the troopers are so, like, unhinged and chanting Thrawn and making all these noises, I was like, this is literally Saruman walking with his Uruk-hai. Like, this Mm. was, like, it felt so Lord of the Rings to me in so many ways that I was like, tell me you're obsessed with Lord of the Rings without telling without me. Without telling me you're obsessed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we already talked about that with Ahsoka and the get off yes. the white things and all that. And it's just like, this is so, but in the best way, I feel like it's like blending, like it's marrying two of my favorite things ever to exist in the world. 
in in a way that it doesn't feel like it's like becoming one, but it almost feels like it's just paying a really beautiful homage to it. Yeah, I mean, because no fantasy exists without. That's exactly what I was going to say. Modern day, you know. Um, so I love it. Yeah. Well, to to continue, I mean, we're jumping way ahead, but to continue yeah. that sort of analogy, we're just a ping around the <laughs> crab hermit crab people yeah. thing. I was like, they're the fucking Harfoots. Like they're the, you yeah. know, they take their homes with them, which I get other crabs. Mm-hmm. But when that little McPincher face showed up, I was like, no, no, please yeah. let this not, you know, because totally we have this big bad reveal. And then it's like, we're going to go on an adventure and talk to animals. <laughs> I was like, please don't do this. You could feel and they were like, we have to soften this. Right. Mm-hmm. The tonal shift was just like, doop doop like we're going on an yeah. adventure. And I was like, <laughs> like, one of my notes is, oh no, tons of fucking crab people. This is yeah. like the fucking rock trolls from Frozen. I swear a lot in my notes to myself. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, it, you know, it just felt... And I'm such a sucker for, like, a creepy alien baby, you know, whatever. But when they showed that crabbling in the uh, bassinet thing, I was like, no. Like, why is its head so big? Like, why is it that... Why, is it, like, why, it can't... Babies it doesn't don't even grow larger... into it. Does it shrink? Like, That's what I was going to say. It's like babies have large heads for their bodies, but they don't have larger heads than adults. I know. <laughs> like, I... the adults have relatively small heads. And I was like, this is right. weird. But, yeah, I actually... Probably to your pleasure. I was, I very much hated that character when he first appeared or, or they appeared. I don't know what the gender it. was, <laughs> yeah. but it appeared. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> you know, and especially because the CGI at first was a little, a little rough. And I was yeah. like, ooh. And then things got a little more practical on some shots and I got a little more okay with it. Do you hear that? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I think that was. Things got a little more practical at some shots and it seemed to be a little better. And I will say, by, by the time they all popped up and we were following them and found Ezra, I was able to find them like, cute and endearing enough to be like okay fine but i wasn't yeah, like super just, about them either they were giving jawa meets ewok but not as good as either it's just right kinda... i was like there's a reason that we make all those things like furry and cute <laughs> yeah know? exactly <laughs> like you can't buy the plushie of this one but i will yeah. say this bat dog is a must i apparently so what, that's from a game it, or something oh, i didn't know it? okay that's i, I saw someone can, say that you know i remember you had referenced earlier on when we were talking about the show like there are creatures who might show up and this and that so i was like is None. this it? Like, I, I called it Bat Wolf. No, first it was Rat Wolf, and then it became Bat Wolf, but then it went back to Rat Wolf, and not even Yeah, the ears like, look oh, kind of batty like, to me, but... Right, yeah, who right. Knows but then I was like, was. no, this is like a rat muzzle. It's like a splinter Nocturnal creature. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Nocturnal creature wolf. Yeah, but yeah. I... And it's a, it's a little dragon-y from, like, certain yeah. representations of it, but I was just like, this is clearly just a dog. Like, they... Well, they so I was hoping... Dog. Yeah, like, when they first... When you first saw them howling in the one shot kind of far away... Yeah. Before we met it... I thought, oh, maybe it is going to be what I'm talking about, but different. Mm-hmm. So, like, the creatures I've been wanting to show up are loath wolves. So, the planet Lothal, where Sabine was at the beginning, which is where yeah. Ezra's from. There are big wolves there that are force-connected, and they are loath oh. wolves. But similar to, okay, so, like, her cat. That's a loath yeah, cat. Yeah, cat, yeah. But it's actually, uh, it's like a, it's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a subspecies or what, I don't know what. But the cats of the galaxy like that are called tukas, T-O-O-K-A. Oh my god. And the loath cat is like cat name. <laughs> oh my god. My you have friend's cat cat is named and I was just like, okay. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's Tuka dolls and things, like it's Tuka, right? And so the, yeah. those are those cats. The Lothal variation of them are called loath cats, but they're Tukas. And so I was like, oh, maybe like these are wolves and we're gonna the loath wolves, wolves. But it ah. looks different enough to where I was like, no, no, this is a different creature. And I was obs- I loved, I loved that that wolf. And I loved the little relationship that Sabine made with with them when they were the coward. Yeah. I was laughing. I loved it. It was fine. I just feel like I feel like we had two different episodes jammed together, and there was like a yeah. They wanted to lighten it up, but like I, I, you know, I was just like I don't know. Well, because you have these like 
Okay. Well, I was going to say, it felt like it actually belonged in, like, Mando. To yeah. Me. Yeah. It, it was. It was kind of channeling that, that feel. And it, it was, because over on one side, you've got scary witch ladies. You've got, you know, army, perhaps, of the dead. I'm not really sure what, <laughs> like, I don't really yeah, know what's yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah. We've got kind of diabolical villain and, and some scary going on. And then we've yeah. got flip side. They're like, okay, we have to make this, like, we're going on an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little... <laughs> lighthearted because it tries to be that and so yeah I, I felt that but at the same time i feel like that is what star wars is and so sure. it kind of I, I i felt whether totally successful or not i felt he was just trying to capture that same kind of fun that always exists in them and it kind of felt a little disjointed but there's no way to do the thrawn stuff without doing it very seriously yeah well That's i think tough. i think the other challenge was you know the order in which it happens which makes sense because like plot wise it makes sense to have him revealed and then we go and find Ezra but I was just like you know if we'd started like light and gone to dark I would have been like oh okay but sure I I felt like the transition the other way was not as smooth yeah but you know it's like it's like okay when you map out the episode here's what we need to happen okay okay we need Sabine to go off and look for Ezra and then the last thing they did was like what can she encounter on her journey to find Ezra right (laughs) you know like pencil it in real quick just like think of something yeah, yeah. There's some animals. There's some crab people. Yeah, in yeah. There. Like, do we have any crabs? I was, ho- right. I was glad it was at least not. It could have been harder, but I was glad it wasn't just like the easiest thing of all time to find him. But it I also mean, was kind of like I was like, how have they not found this guy? If, I know they move well, around a lot, but like come on. a little bit of me wanted her not to find him and for him to be dead. I know they weren't gonna do that, but I was I know just I like, would. How good would it be? Listen, even as like the rebels person I am, like yeah. I, you know me, I love a darkness and a sadness that wouldn't have like ruined it for me. Like yeah. it would have been an interesting chain like twist something that's not expected and because people people were even i think we talked about it a little bit but like people thought that merrick that like inquisitor they were thinking that maybe it was ezra people were thinking mm. that ezra went dark or all these things or maybe he's in league with ron now all this stuff and then this seemed to show like no he's exactly who he was which i think is very accurate to ezra mm-hmm. but I wasn't like opposed to something like convince me that it would work. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Well, or, <laughs> you know, or, or like, it, you know, I think it just makes it interesting to make her the sort of um, like center of the story then in addition to Ahsoka. Right. But instead of it, be, the show is called Ahsoka. The show, show is not called Ezra. Um, right. And so, you know, if he dies or is, you know, gone or dead or whatever, you know, she has to deal with this reality of being faced with like, oh my God, he actually is gone. And then, I, I could see it becoming more about her relationship with Ahsoka and like Ahsoka having to train her without this thing hanging over her and distracting her. And it's like, okay, now we know what's going on. Like we need to fight Thrawn. Like, what do we do here? So that's, that's the show I pitch, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, cause you know, yeah, you made your mistake. Well, not, I mean, not a mistake to her, but you, you made this mistake by letting the enemy essentially with that map get to Thrawn. Yeah. And now the guy, the reason you did that isn't even there. So like you were chasing after a blind hope right. that ended up not working in your favor. And now Thrawn's back and bringing, and, and- not only is he back, he's bringing witches with him. Like it's like, right. because up to this point, if you have gone through Clone Wars and Rebels, the witches of Dothamir are extinct. And I know they've kind of said that pretty much in this. And I know mm-hmm. that um, our girl Morgan is like, you know, a descendant of them. And I don't know if she's a full blood or whatever, whatever, yeah. but they are thought to be completely wiped out. And so this was a huge thing that like, there's never been talk of them being from a different galaxy initially and all these mm. things and having ridden the whales into this galaxy or, or the galaxy we know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it still isn't ours here, but you know, <laughs> and uh, we can dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it, 
it opened up this gate where it was like, holy crap. And so I think that that those stormtroopers, they were all, a lot of their armor was beat up and they had red bands around them. I was like, some of these may have maybe recruits from those ravagers that were out there. Mm. And some may be like Merrick, maybe used through magic. They're loading yeah. all of those. He's like, oh, we got to get all the, the cargo on. And she's yeah. like, oh, the catacombs. They're loading all these coffins full of potential dead bodies that are going to be resurrected as an army of the dead or it's like other stuff but it is weaponry it is something that those witches yeah, it's are not good to, whatever it is is know. not good <laughs> and and i live for it i was like i was like this is so much bigger than i thought because you know i've been sitting here and i'm like i'm worried about thrawn's intentions all along i was like is he going to come back and not care about the empire anymore because yeah. it's like well palpatine's dead and all that like what does he know we still don't know what he knows but now that he's aligned with the witches and has his own vendettas against the Jedi, because he hates the Jedi now, he's like he never really cared all that much. To I had, begin with I had until, to think about. It. I was like, at that point in the galaxy, yeah. are the are the Jedi still around? Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when he was, you know, in, oh, right. in the like, books you're reading and out. stuff, like <laughs> yes, and he and he's one of the very. You've read the first two books, right? I've read the first book and a half. Okay, okay, but you've yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's no, it's never explicitly stated, but in the books, you're, the book you're reading, it's like you get the impression that Thrawn is one of the very few people who's aware that Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Because of his dealings, right? So you just kind of oh, like get that impression. Yes. So it's the never book, explicitly stated. Right. right. The book I'm currently reading is jumping back in time between the yes. missions of young Anakin Skywalker, well, like still Anakin Skywalker and Thrawn and Thrawn and Darth Vader. Yeah. And in that, yeah, since we know he, Thrawn is a know, smart cookie, he knows. <laughs> he know he knows what's going on. It's right, but it's but like it's it's nice. It's never like oh, here's the moment where he knows it. But it's like he knows. Yeah, and most people don't know it. And so, I think with this next episode, I think this next episode stands to be like really pivotal and could be really great because it's like Ahsoka's arriving. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some fury of witchcraft and things unleashed trying to yeah. stop her. Hopefully, not too much purgle death because I will not be okay with it. Because I know oh, you know they're going to murder target, a lot of purgles. Those purgles are star all whales. <laughs> I'm really upset about it, but yeah. a lot of stuff. We'll have Ezra back in action. All these things, and it could be a bloodbath. It could be really crazy, you know. But it's one of those situations where I think it could be really epic. <laughs> like, I mean, and I'm really, really hopeful that it's going to. Be. I I agree, but what I don't necessarily want to spend the entire next episode on is like a series of battles. I want to like see the, one large effort to try to stop Thrawn from escaping, and then I yes. want him to escape. Yeah, yeah, but but like it's just the way that the battles have been executed, except for the one in like I want to say episode three or something like that. I I, I think like just the like the emotional having to deal with each other and like plotting, and I want to hear more about what's going on versus like pew 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 zoom zoom zoom. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like that only tells us so much. Because I'm also interested in. I don't know, Ray Stevenson's characters. I assume. I, well, <laughs> I was like, I'm I assume really he's gonna. Intrigued die which sucks because he's a good character but you know now there aren't it's it's harder you know but he's very intrigued by them yeah him and his like not apprentice apprentice you know i'm just like what's the deal i since i'm making a prediction i i feel like maybe they'll have him like sacrifice himself in the end and realize that like thrawn is not good and then like return to the light side but then not you know he'll, he'll help save ahsoka or something yeah, but it's weird because it sounds like, I mean, with his conversations with Shin now, the girl, or yeah. the woman that he has as his, as yeah, his Padawan, he- apprentice, it sounds as if he never had plans of working, of like wanting to align with Thrawn anyway. Like he's there, he's after something on that planet that he thinks is there. We don't oh, know Oh, right, what it is. I forgot about that, like the power. And thinks that like he wants to do away 
with the cycle. And I love that, that angle. I thought that was so refreshing because we've talked before about this, I think, but I'm a big fan of people who like look at the Jedi order as it was and like call a spade a spade. And they're like, that was a mess. Well, and like, there's a reason that they are gone. That, I that's, love that look, that look at it. He's that's why it. I think he will sacrifice himself for Ahsoka because as from my understanding, Ahsoka is someone who sits outside the Jedi order, but like, you know, he was saying he misses the camaraderie of it. He misses the whatever. And, you know, her whole thing is this little found family. So yeah. if he see, if, if eventually he's made to see her as like the future of how the force can be trained to people and Thrawn stands that way, I, I, there's a world in which, you know, there's a multiverse in which I could see that being his characters. And oh, but totally, we, still yeah. get, we still get Shin, you know, not understanding that and right. the big bad or not the big but bad, either but, you know, way, following I, from. yeah. Even if that happens, though, I still am very intrigued by, I think, how nuanced it'll be because they're clearly like, he doesn't want to fight for the quote-unquote light and yeah, yeah, fighting yeah. for the dark. And I love that they call them mercenaries the whole time. And they're, they're mm-hmm. very clear with Thrawn to try not to say that they're like force-using Jedi. Because yeah. like, you know, he clearly hates that. But but he also knew I, exactly who he uh, was. So it's like... Yeah, he knew right away. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. And so, but they always, everyone always thinks that they can like, pull one over on Thrawn and you never yeah. can which is what's so cool about the character but but they whatever it becomes I'm just really intrigued to, to try to, to learn what he's what he thinks is there that he can use and mm-hmm. and if there's a way to harness the power, I don't know the power and he seemed very intrigued learning that the witches were real and all that and it's just something that that I think could it could go really basic, but it could also go and take us in a place where, like, we really don't ever get to go. It's always light versus dark. And I, yeah, you know, I like that. And so I'm very, very, very curious to see what happens there. And I hope that it doesn't just get wasted. Same. Yeah. We'll have to see. I mean, it's there's a lot to cover in two episodes. And I also... Is that all, too? I think so. I mean, right. I assume we're just leading into something bigger. You know, is really what this comes so, down so to. So then next week is the... Penultimate. penultimate is that yeah they call and then it's like then we'll have a finale i hope these are like so far i think everything's been pretty i mean like we talked about you and i agreed about the last week being a little bit bloated but i think yeah. for the most part they've been pretty appropriately length and i hope no this one moved along that. and i was just like even though you know yeah. like i said i felt like it was two episodes effectively but but they, they were fine yeah, yeah it wasn't it wasn't yeah because we could have been made to spend a lot more time with sabine out there like aimlessly wandering around yeah yeah, yeah. back alleys of new zealand yeah, because <laughs> even that's what it also it looked like two towers to me. Like it looked like yeah, well, yeah, it looked yeah. like Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas running like chasing after the Rohirrim. Like it looked, or the Urukai yeah. and then running into the Rohirrim. It just looked like everything. You know, Lord of the Rings. And I was like, I just love this, and I love yeah. that planet. <laughs> it's full of rat so, bat yeah. wolves and all rat the bat things. wolves and crab I want a rat bat wolf. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want a crab person, but I do want a rat yeah. bat wolf. But yeah, and I want to no, know what I, Ezra's I, been eating out there. I mean, looked healthy. <laughs> nice yeah. beard. I liked him too, by the way. I mean, we only didn't see much, but I thought he played the character pretty well. And like their reunion, they they were so each other. Like it was like it was like this is how they interact. And okay, because I, I I I was just like, you have hunted across the galaxy to find this yeah. person. Like I I just felt like it was, should have been more. I was expecting yeah. like more emotion at it. But for normal people, it would have been. And it's a thing where it's like, <laughs> but they they're like a, they have a playful camaraderie, but that's like a like a, almost like a competition too, a little bit. And mm. she can't. She could not appear to be like desperate to find him. Okay, All it's right. just like you know what I mean. Like, but I hopefully we'll get deeper into it. But it it uh it felt right. Okay, I'll take your word on that one. <laughs> Based on the goals, but yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, 
we're just gonna have to wait and see. There's not a lot more to. We're just. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving it. It's a coming. It's a coming. So is the space whale slaughter. I need you to brace yourself for that. Like, there's no that's way the thing, and, that that and pot it's, of it's... whales is surviving. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just brace, just brace. Oh, it, but also we don't have a lot of. Uh, there are Tie Fighters, but other than that, we don't have a lot of of ship Small flying power craft. right now. So yeah. so I'm hoping it won't. Maybe it won't be total. I mean, yeah, I don't no, know. No, there's that giant ring. Yeah, but that's because that's where they go to die. Like that's what they're saying. They've learned that they migrate there to, when they're old no, to die. No, the giant ring ship they showed up on. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, how many? I mean, is it that really loaded with a ton of weapons, or is it really more Probably. just kind of like because like they didn't even try to shoot down. They didn't even bother trying to shoot at like Hera and the fleet when they arrived. They just like well, we're going to blast through them anyway. But like they didn't even like, you know what I mean? Like it just yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Who knows if it's if it's it felt very transporty. And that being said, also. I'm obsessed with whatever gold metal they're finding on this planet that they're putting on their armor and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The creepy, like, sarcophagus face. Yeah. Yeah, and that ship that Morgan hops in, that solid gold shuttle, I was like, okay, new favorite Star Wars craft. Because you know me, my gold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the crash you heard earlier was my gold skeleton falling backwards. Because I'm I'm going to leave. I'm leaving all of this in because the timing of that was perfect. (laughs) That was Boris Karloff running across and just, yeah. But cat knocked <laughs> but yeah, over that everything. Yeah, exactly. But I love the 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 gold stuff, and I was just like, I wonder what. There's clearly it could just be an aesthetic thing, but it feels very. I don't know. It's like kind of metal that the witches are like doing something to. I don't know. I just, yeah. yeah, or they just know that they deserve nice things. They just they deserve <laughs> nice things. Yeah, and then you know what? There's a place for that because that is how I feel. So, I feel seen and represented. Yes. All right. Well. As delightful as this was, we also saw a haunting in Venice. Have you? You've seen the other two, right? Yes. Okay. What did we you think about of Death this on one? the Nile? We talked about Death yeah. on the Nile. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think I think murder was before we did. This. Murder was before. Yeah. What did you think? I thought about what I imagined I would think based on the other ones, which was kind of like I don't think I hated. I don't. I didn't love Murder on the Orient Express. I didn't hate Death on the Nile as much as I think you two did. I didn't love it, but I, oh, I thought I it was hated fine. It was so entertained. much. <laughs> yeah, I was entertained, and I was like, okay, this I felt very similar to that, where I was entertained, but mm-hmm. also it's nothing I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I'm assuming you loved it. <laughs> favorite film of the year I, I will say it is my favorite of the three of them same i will say it that. held my attention more than the other two however i still was very bored and started laughing towards the end not because they <laughs> wanted me to but things just yeah. got ridiculous and i was just like no no you know i, I i'm gonna say something that that is probably gonna be contentious not <laughs> popular with the world <laughs> yeah no but <laughs> I think I'm learning, and granted, I, I have to preface this with saying I I can't even remember the couple of books that I have read, the handful of remake of of, of adaptations oh, of I've Agatha seen Christie. before yeah. these. Yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah. I'm an Agatha Christie guy. Uh, no, I, I I am. I think I am the same as you because because yeah. I don't I, think these are terrible adaptations. I think that they're just not great stories. Well, I I remember when I saw Murder on the Orange Express, I was like, eh, "This is." It was, I thought the first one was like, "Whatever," and then I went back and read the book, and I was like, "Okay, it wasn't the greatest adaptation, but it also wasn't off from the source material." Right, and means, I've seen the original Murder on the Orange Express, which was not sure. better. I didn't think. Yeah, you know? uh, apparently the, the original haunting. They they've already did. Um, uh, oh, did they? Uh, Death on the Nile. Death, Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Oh yes, there's yes, like yes, a good yes. '70s version of it. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm a Agatha Christie person either. 
Here's and my that, problem. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And this is here's my problem. And I think this one is maybe one of the least offensive in this way, which is also why I like it the best. I think. Uh huh. She does the thing for me, where, okay, it's this mystery and blah blah. blah. And I I like the formula, the format, just kind of like oh, and and these ones are very like oh, everyone's trapped in this one place and no one's leaving until we find the killer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. that was fun. Whatever, it's fine. I get it. There's a formula she likes to follow. What I don't like though, is. You can you can make your guess and you can be right about who the killer is, but there is always some specific crazy detail that mm-hmm. you as the viewer or reader could not hope to have figured out. Right. And the person solving it somehow figured out in a scene that you didn't get to see. Right. Until and the you very just kind yeah, of like, you see the scene so at it's the like, end. Yeah. It's always a reveal, but a reveal that you couldn't have hoped to have actually figured out. And a really right. smart who done it to me gives you everything you need yes and you just have to be looking in the right place to catch it and this i thought got closest in ways like you know you you could have known about that flower being a poison and all that you could have known these things if you knew about it right yeah but we didn't like oh shoot i didn't know that the thing that went too far for me was tina fey's note and how all the it was just enough words with a letter each for apple like as if she just had to write that note to get the ex-fiance there and she had yeah, to yeah, put yeah. a code in there. Like why do they always want the person who did something like shady to have done it in a way that is a code that you can crack? Like why <laughs> like what does that matter? I don't like why I would don't, you do that? No. I'm that was too my, much for me. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes because I always take notes during movies and like, you know, it's dark. Uh, and they are usually unintelligible. And the one I can actually <laughs> decipher is, what the fuck is this plot? <laughs> it's towards the end. I think Girl, my... Where is it? Has anyone seen it? <laughs> yeah. Where, where is... Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying like my... It's The note is towards the end when things... Yeah, I yeah, just... Yeah. So off the rails. Well, this is no, crazy. I know. I was just like, you're like, where's the, where is, where what is, is this plot? Like, what is it? Yeah, where I mean, is a lot this? of times <laughs> I put like time markers of like, how much yeah. is left? How are there 40 minutes left? <laughs> Excuse me. Um. I think one of the biggest challenges for me on this one and why I thought maybe you and like Jackie, if she'd seen it or she might see it still, but it might be a little more. is like what I couldn't decipher is was this supposed to take place in a world where a supernatural event had also occurred in addition to, you know, the actual uh, crime that has been committed? You know, it was just like, yeah. was he seeing a ghost? <laughs> like, but I think that it, was part of the thing that made it slightly more interesting than they usually are because yes, it had yeah, an extra exactly. layer, yeah. right? Yeah. And then it leaves you kind of like, I think he was personally because by the end the kid the kid was saying there were ghosts there and the kid was not poisoned and the kid was yeah. like, you know, he was saying they were there. And then also I think um it, the thing that confused me the most was the whole typewriter thing, how they were faking that. Yeah. But then he references it later and how she put M there and everyone thought it was for so-and-so, but it was for mother. And I was like, wait, so then was the medium real? Like, it's like, are we supposed to question this now? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But I think there was something, what was it? There was an element that I can't remember right now, but it was very kind of like it implied that, okay, no, there are spirits there. Yeah. There were but, yeah. several things. Yeah. <laughs> there were I think, several well, things, but the hallucination was a little much. Yeah. I, that, I mean, I thought that was like, not interesting, but at least it was different than the other ones. And I was super afraid. I was like, oh no is this movie going to make me dislike Michelle Yeoh? Which I've actually determined that, like, I don't think, very few things would make me dislike Michelle Yeoh. But I was, well, she was great in it. She's the best part of it. <laughs> I was kind of relieved that they, spoilers, killed her off early. 
Because <laughs> I was like, good, she can't get ruined. Like she did yeah, her part. Yeah, she did a great job at her part. Let's call it a day. <laughs> that was what was so funny. Is it was like I was sad, but then I was like, well, better for her. She just yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She was on set for maybe two days and just was yeah, like, have a great guess. time in Venice. Live your best <laughs> life. Like, <laughs> got her paycheck. Yeah, because yeah, the costuming was fun. The sets were cool. I did not like the cinematography. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I hmm. do not like the editing very much. A lot of edit. A lot of the edit was very. Uh, here's a scene, and then let's cut to the outside with rain, and then cut into a new scene, then cut back to the outside yeah, with yeah. rain, and, and it was just very like, ooh, this feels. Not to disparage too much, but it just, it felt very kind of amateur hour with the way it was cut together. Who knows what they had to work with and how, I mean, they did what they had to do. Yeah. But it, it just, uh, it didn't, the flow of it was a little like, eh, but the sets I thought were really pretty. And like, I, I, I wanted to go to that house. Well, as someone who like lives to like go explore like an old, like haunted house or something like that, like I, I was like, I want to crawl through these halls and just like sleep in this of course you do. For a night. Meanwhile, I was, was like, no, creepy. thank you. Um, I could not understand. Like, what, Jamie Dornan, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, that I mean, I know what he's doing there, but I was just like, what, yeah. is, what are these character choices? Like, what's... <laughs> Something else that I find interesting about these modern day adaptations of it is if you don't know the story already, which this one I didn't. Yeah. You know, like any of them, you're waiting to see, well, okay, we know someone's going to die, right? Yeah. Like, someone has to. And nowadays, it's like, we don't know who it's ever going to be. And I feel like they go for the shock value mm. in these ones of, like, it's always a big star. Like the first one, it was Johnny Depp, right? And then the last one, it was Gal Gadot. And then now it's Michelle. Was it Johnny Depp in the first one? Johnny I Depp think Johnny the- got murdered in the first one because I remember Michelle Pfeiffer did not. I remember she was in Oh, the my God. One. Johnny Depp was in the first I don't remember this at all. Yeah. He, I think, is the one who got Ugh. murdered. Because he wasn't in it that much, so it's probably why we don't remember. I mean, good. But, but. And then, and then the second one was Gal was all over that marketing, and then she got murdered. I feel like they want you to be like shocked by who yeah. gets murdered. Yeah. This one, I only started guessing it was gonna be Michelle because she got the first power monologue, and then I was mm. like, okay, so she's gonna go because they always go through each one. Each person gets like a good notable scene or yeah, a chance yeah, yeah. at one, yeah. and she got hers so early. I was like, oh, she's toast. Mm. But. What's funny is if you go back and watch the older films, the older adaptations, it's always some nobody who gets murdered that you yeah. didn't know much of at the time. I shouldn't say the nobodies, but you know, like not an yeah. A-lister. Yeah. Like one of my favorites growing up was always The Mirror Cracked, which it's Elizabeth Taylor and, uh-huh. you know, Angela Lansbury and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. none of them are going to die. You know, they are, right, right. one of them will be the murderer and one of them of will course. be the one solving it. Like it's always yes. like that where the big people are, are the big key players and the small yes. ones die. And it's opposite here. Well, it, it is and it isn't, right? Because I was just like, you know, I, playing the casting game, I was just like, oh, Tina Fey is going to be the murderer, you know, yeah. just because of or how something. early on she was involved and how much dialogue she'd been given. I was like, oh, she's probably a murderer. Because, like, <laughs> Jamie Dorn was just mumble McMumble mouth. And, like, you know, it was just it, – either way. I can't, remember who, I can't remember who the murderer was in Death on the Nile. Was it, was it Army Hammer? Yeah, I'm having a hard time remembering who it was also. Like, because I remember the gun and it was like there was someone who had the gun and then it was, it was like being tossed around in different rooms. It wasn't the the, the woman, I can't remember her, her name, the actress who was like amazing. Oh, was it Emma Mackey? I think it was Emma Mackey. Like, but she was, I love. Yes, I yes. Loved okay. It was, movie. no, it was, was, right. Was. It was Emma Mackey who was not, but Army Hammer who originally was like all over the you know posters and then they had to be like oh shit yeah also i'd like to point out kenneth Branagh needs to stop like uh, he's had army hammer russell brand johnny depp like yeah. p- stop sir stop like stop yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, was anyone problematic yet in this? I don't, I don't know. Not yet that we, anyway. as far as I know, not fingers, that we know of, crossed. but you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. It's like not a good track record. They must be kicking themselves always. They're like, God damn it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's always like these these things come up like as they're coming out, you know? <laughs> no, well, Russell Brand is like a known thing and Johnny Depp. That's a known thing, like but, but I, yeah, like, I feel like. I, yeah, you, no. Well, either way. It, I feel like when you look at the timing with the Johnny stuff and you look at the Army stuff, I feel like these movies were, it was already kind of controversial that Johnny was in it, I remember. And then Army yeah. it was controversial, but it was like, I'm sure when they cast them, it wasn't. As as much, time, but, they didn't but know. Russell Brand, like Russell anyway. Brand, we should always have known about, you know, because we did. Yeah, just, but yeah, no, you're right. It's funny, but it's, yeah. but yeah, it's you know, it's not a, it's not that it always has to be a no a no name person who did the murder, but I just mean that it's just funny because it's like, and you watch like the older ones, you can guess who's going to die based on who's not an A lister, right? <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, nope, they want to shock you with like who's the A lister, and I would argue they've kind of in each one killed off someone who is like one of the bigger stars in it oh yeah at their time and so it's yeah. like like top three you know, you know what i mean so it's right. like it's interesting Ugh. but just, you know yeah. i mean if someone's interested in it and they know what they're getting into with agatha christie and all this kind of stuff and these adaptations like i wouldn't ever say like don't do it it was totally fine i just i mean i said don't do it. it for death on the nile but yeah i i mean this one i'm like don't do it in theaters, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't know who I'd recommend them to at this point. It's like if you like yeah, a good, who, if you like a good modern who done it, then I don't think you like these. No, yeah, and I, and again, I'm not like recommending to anyone. Yeah, yeah, like, you're just not. I'm not going to talk someone out of it. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, because I think eh, I got what I expected, and I'm not mad that I watched it. I'm a little mad I watched it, but you know, I'm mad that I watched a lot of things. So this is not. It's there have not, been worse watches. We'll say that. This is that? true. This is very true. Give uh, it that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, and then we also started watching the what is it? The supermodels. The supermodels. Yeah. The supermodel. Multiple. Yeah. yeah. I did, I didn't know a lot about a lot of them. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so what's funny? I I mean, obviously, I think like more Naomi and like Cindy those two I felt like I knew more about than I did Linda and uh Sid Christy 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 yes <laughs> like I you know I know of them all but I you know I remember we were talking briefly we were talking about this coming out and we were like oh so-and-so's not in it and so-and-so must be pissed. Tyra Banks like, that's who I said was yeah. must be pissed yeah yeah but then I realized like watching it I was like god I forgot about the George Michael video and I remember that but I forgot that mm. these four were in it yeah and the way that you look and some things they did together and how they were like this kind of new generation and new kind of like what we know today as the supermodel mm-hmm. kind of got birthed in the nineties in a weird way. Like, and I didn't, so I found that part kind of fascinating because, you know, we were young in the nineties. Yeah. So I just, uh, when I started learning about what supermodels were, I just thought that's since the dawn of time, we've had supermodels, you know, but it, it kind of, when they talked about them going from, cause I'm, I'm really into, I have a, I study photography in school, right? And I like love, yeah. and so seeing the photographers talking, I thought was really cool too. And learning that it was like a big deal that these women went from print to runway, mm-hmm. and how that's not something that like people just do, and that was like a new thing. Right. I thought that was really kind of interesting. However, and I'm enjoying it, but I do think this is another tried and true example of something that EA could have been a nice documentary film, mm-hmm. or maybe a two part thing. But we were mm-hmm. stretching it so far. Like I finished part two and I'm like, I don't, I'm going to finish it, I think. But I don't know 
that I even care what's going to happen next right now. I'm I'm not necessarily like actively paying attention is what it comes down to. Honestly. Yeah, it's a background watch. Um, yeah, which is, it's a fine background watch. I mean, ironically, the person I'm most interested in, in is Naomi Campbell, just because she is so fascinating and yeah. looks better now, question mark. Not that she looked bad, then, but she's just like no, she's, aged like a fine wine. You know, she's just... She's appreciated. I was shocked. I mean, I shouldn't be shocked, but it was just, you know, her skin, everything's so good. And I'm sure she has great doctors and takes great care of herself. But the fact that she smokes, I was like, that ages you so much. Like, yeah. Damn. Uh, you know, uh, I'm she's glad defying... she does. Just imagine. Yeah, I know <laughs> it wouldn't didn't. be fair. <laughs> well, I was gonna say to touch back to the previous film just really briefly. One of the things I thought right when I came out of that, I said to my friend, I was like, I think it all the time lately when I see things, but like, why do I look older than Michelle Yeoh? But anyway, we're moving forward. I, but I also now imagine being an Asian Naomi. woman and just being like, oh god. <laughs> like, yeah, that's um, the thing is at least yeah, at least I'm a white man. We're not expected to age well. But no, in fact, <laughs> but, it's, it's a miracle. But I was like, you, yeah. When you look at her in that film, I was just like, this is. I mean, she's wearing everyone's wearing makeup and stuff for the screen, but she wasn't like. I mean, it was like you look. Hmm. We know this, but it's just it's too much anyway. No, it's like her cheek. Well, her cheeks have gotten like more <laughs> impressive over time. And again, yes, she could have, have a great doctor or whatever. But it's just I'm sure she know. does. But yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying she got plastic surgery. I don't know what her stance on is. Oh yeah, but whether she did or not, it's like yeah, she's. But if she has, she's done good. The the really really high end good stuff. Yeah, you know, and she's, she's, she's just got the good shit. Yeah, but and she hasn't done so much of it to where it's like. You, it's like oh, like the first thing you look at her when you th- you just think plastic surgery. It's like no, she just maintains herself really well. And keeps I do it. think it's interesting because I'm reading now. Just I was trying to Google somebody's age, and it's like Claudia Schiffer is missing from this because apparently there were like mm-hmm. the big five in the '90s, and and she was the other one. She was number five, and she is not in this. And now I am curious why she is not. Because I also find it very very. Uh, Curious that I forget the one that they named who, who was in that one shoot in New York episode two I think but like a street shoot before they did the George Michael thing mm-hmm. and there were five of them and they named her and I don't remember whoever it was and I don't remember who she was now but uh, I do think it's very fascinating that like it's so contained and it's so very specific not to mention any other models it's oh yeah very, like just yeah. us you know well it isn't it's not because at one point they do mention I think. No, maybe they don't mention Tyra. They mentioned models that were inspirations to them from before. Yes, you're right. You're right. I don't like Twiggy or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. and like who else? Who else was like hot in the '90s or whatever that they're like mentioned? It's like very much like we were the modeling scene. Okay, so apparently there were actually the big six, and it was Kate Moss and Claudia Schiffer as well. Kate Moss, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't say why they're not in it. Well, now I want to know that. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's like a background thing, you know. Obviously, they're models, and so, like, the visuals are part of it. But I feel like they do such, like, there's so much bloat to it that when they say the thing, you know to look over and be like, oh, that's the image that they're talking about. Like, I cut my hair to do whatever. I'm like, okay, let me look. And then let me, like, just keep listening to you talk about this in a, you know, a little bit of an egomaniacal way. But, yeah. Yeah, and then another part of it that I don't, I don't want, I don't want to sound as if I like need this to make it interesting, but they do so far anyway, feel like they're really focusing on the positive, but of all of it, which I appreciate, but at the same time, you know, there's like an added layer of darkness. They're touching on it with like racial disparity and things and some inappropriate behavior here and there, but not a ton of like, you know, there's some really dark stuff that was going on at this time and we're just kind of glossing over. 
well, yeah, Linda Evangelista keeps talking about it, but not, you know, she'll yeah, like, like never saying anything specific. Yeah. yeah. And then she'll stop. And then she'll so it start, does... and then she'll stop. And I'm like, right. and, and, and I, we haven't watched all of it yet, so it's possible that, like, she's yeah, going to, you know. yeah, there'll be a whole episode about her, but I don't get the sense. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I don't want to sound like I'm like, oh, I need to know all the nitty gritty. Like, give me the bad stuff like to be interested, but it's more just kind of it feels as if you're getting a very curated story versus, yeah. like, tell me everything. If you're going to give me a documentary, I want to know the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Right. Well, the other the other challenging thing about this, and this is just a, you know an issue with society in general, is that because they are literally, it's about their looks, right? I find myself the whole time like comparing them to each other and to the past. Like I was saying about Naomi, I was like, she's aged so well. They've all aged well, but like Naomi has aged yeah. like I mean, she hasn't aged almost. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's just it's tough because like it's so surface level, and then like you said, the story is not going much deeper than the surface level, so it's like okay. Yeah, and you get some bad, like, oh, and he cut off all my hair without my permission and stuff like that. It's terrible, you know? And then yeah. Naomi telling the story about, like, the guy decided to grow her breasts. And so she told the, the nice man that was taking her in in Paris, I forget his name, but, like, yeah. and he put a stop to it. Like, that kind of stuff is, yeah. But you know that, like, I mean, I feel like the world of the supermodel is so infamous, unfortunately, almost in an infamous way, a very dark thing with right. being used and abused and that kind of stuff. Almost like It's almost like telling a story of, like, a, a pop star rising in the nineties and not, not going into being taken advantage of, you know, it's right. just that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, these, things even just like financially, right. Like whatever it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, they just kind of go hand in hand. And so it does feel like there's that layer missing. However, I like the, ang- I do appreciate the angle of kind of like, no, we're going to tell our story and we're going to tell it. We're going to tell the truth about what happened. We, we're not going to go into things we don't want to talk about because Whatever, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, you're doing a doc, you know, like a doc needs to really, you need to dig in. Yeah, it's it's the difference between I think a doc and like a promo piece, which is so this is starting to feel like. But no, it's true, and also to that note though, like if you're not going to give us everything, then like how in the world do you think this is four episodes worth? Yeah, but we'll see. You know, I'm partway through episode three, um, but yeah, yeah, I'll totally put the the second, the third, and fourth on background watches. I'll get through them, and I'll, I'm sure yeah. I'll enjoy them just as much as the first two. And then I will forget this existed in six months. That but, is correct. That, but less than I don't six mean months. that. I don't mean that as like a total dig on it. I, I'm enjoying yeah. it well enough. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, we're watching what? What else have we been up to? You know, I was like, I, I think those that might be the extent of my my big watching right now really sort of think if there's like is there something else i mean i've been continuing things you know of course like, yeah that i've that I already started i mean we are in we are in like the lull um it is kind of a lull though right like and we had uh you know we had salt lake city come back which you mentioned last week i've been watching yes that and, and things but it's been uh as far as like other new stuff starting up there hasn't really been anything else new for me unless yeah you how about you go maybe i'll think of something yeah well so i watched i watched i mean i watched a few movies okay <laughs> i watched the netflix movie love at first sight which was like the movie of the week type okay but it it wasn't great it wasn't terrible they it had one hate... coming that i'm excited about which was what what um it's with alden you... alden oh oh, oh and... fair play fair play fair play i'm looking forward to that one yes yeah no this was i mean this was like 
absolute fluff. But compared to the one I'd watched the week prior, that was like the Celine Dion one, the Love Again. Yeah. I was like, okay, at least this is fine. Um, it had uh, what's her face, Haley Lou Richardson uh, from <laughs> White Lotus, who I actually think is great. Yeah, she's good. She's playing a nineteen-year-old. She's twenty-eight. Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't know. About I that, mean, she but... doesn't look twenty-eight, but I but don't think yeah. she looks nineteen. Right? It was strange and then the guy who plays I, it's, I think it's adapted from a book so i assume there's like young adult oh they're supposed to be in college so it's you know a whole thing and then there's like a, i don't know who the guy oh he played archangel in x-men apocalypse i don't i guess oh. he was in bohemian rhapsody i don't know who this person is oh. ben hardy is his name he's oh, 32 and was playing like a 24 year old oh jeez. Yeah, it, it was fine. It was cute. It also had like Jamila Jamil, Rob Delaney, Dexter Fletcher acting, which uh, he's an actor. He started as an actor before he became a director. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, what's going on? He was, he was fine. It's always Good funny time. when they dip their toe back in and it's like, for this? You're like, <laughs> that, so that is like, exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah. And like Sally Phillips, who yeah. is in Bridget Jones, which I, you know, love her in that. But yeah, it was, it was fine. You know, it was a hungover Saturday morning watch. <laughs> That's like, yeah, okay. You know, this is what it is. And then I watched Theater Camp finally because it was out on Hulu. Oh, and yeah. Did you like it? I mean, I did. I did. It was traumatizing as predicted. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me laugh. But I was just like this. As someone who never went to Theater Camp, I was just thinking it was funny. But I could imagine that it's like it's Well, no, I, I think I told you as someone who went to arts camp next to the Theater Camp kids. Oh, you know? right, right, right. right. Yeah. Yes. I went to film camp and there were theater yes. camp kids next door, like singing and doing whatever. And we just like wanted yeah. to like smack them basically to get them to be yeah, quiet because like Wicked had yeah. just come out or maybe Wicked come out a few years prior, but like, but it was, you know, they probably they, just won a Tony or something. And it was like, I don't not. even know, but you, oh, when did Wicked? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what year. It was. 2003. Yeah. No, that tracks. Yeah. So was, Wicked had just like really hit big and I wanted to like, just claw my eyebrows out because, or my, like plug my ears for eternity because they wouldn't sound so yucky. Yet here I am. Two eyeballs and two eyeballs, two functioning ears, ears yeah. for now. <laughs> yeah. You Thankfully, made it through. I made it through and I made it through theater camp. No, it was fine. It was, uh, you know, I love Amy Sedaris and anything. And yeah, as funny. insufferable as I find Ben Platt, he was, you know, the, he he knew the role. The role was correct. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And you're like, and these are the reasons I find him insufferable. <laughs> you yes. know, but he did it yeah. well. You know, yeah. yeah. I loved so, Jimmy Tatro in it as the uh, as Amy Sedaris' son, like the broy, like <laughs> like money, whatever triangle. <laughs> I was just like, this is also correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed. Oh, you know what I watched? The Nun too. Oh God! Well, you know I didn't watch the Nun yeah, too. So. I figured I figured it'd be on your list. Shocking, I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, not. I didn't even like the first Nun, but I, I'm just a. I just have oh. to watch horror films. I can't, can't. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a calling. <laughs> can't not, you know. So, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> no regrets. Uh, some regrets, many regrets. Some regrets. Some we have regrets. many regrets. Yes. All right. Well, there, there are regrets. With those regrets, thank y'all. Yes, thank you. Thank you, as per usual, to Matt. And that is actually it for this episode. If you liked it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.